Welcome to another informative episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Hi, I'm Rob Monroe. I'm the Director of Environment, Health and Safety for the University of Alberta. We had to recognize that we are not research, we are not teaching, we are not the core business of the University of Alberta. So it is important for us to support those pieces. No Harm is the podcast for health and safety professionals like you. We're here to help you sharpen your professional skills and better understand emerging issues. So what we developed is a client-focused strategy. So we made sure that everybody within environment, health and safety understands our clients or understands that they're part of research and teaching and that the activities that we're asking them to do better support those activities, research and teaching. And that in this way, we can build a relationship with our clients and they'll actually appreciate the tools, the processes that we bring in place to make sure that they keep everybody safe. Sounds like a great topic. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Now, for this episode, I'm at the University of Alberta, and I'm at the Research Transition Facility, actually here in the foyer. It's a beautiful old building. I'm here with Rob Monroe. He's the Director of Environment, Health and Safety for the University of Alberta. And today, we're going to talk about building relationships and building trust. And I know, Rob, this is something that you've worked very hard at at the U of A. Tell me about this. Uh, oh, thank you, Marvin. What I wanted to talk about was that uh, we found a key to our success is making sure that we are very client-focused. We find that uh, we could come through as an authoritarian piece, we could come through with a bunch of rules and regulations and say this is all the things that you have to do. But what we found is we had to recognize that we are not research, we are not teaching, we are not the core business of the University of Alberta. So it is important for us to support those pieces. So what we developed is a client-focused strategy. So we made sure that everybody within environment, health and safety understands our clients, or understands that they're part of research and teaching, and that the activities that we're asking them to do better support those activities, research and teaching, and that in this way we can build a relationship with our clients and they'll actually appreciate the tools, the processes, that we bring in place to make sure that they keep everybody safe. Now, before we started to roll, we had talked about how you have come to the university from industry. And uh, I would suspect that this philosophy that you have really applies whether you're working in industry, whether you're working at at a refinery or some kind of production plant, or if you're working in some kind of organization like this, the health and safety people, they are there to support. Is that what you're really getting at here? Uh, 100%. Ultimately, we're asking people to do things that are outside of what their core activities might be for good and valuable reasons. Obviously, everybody wants to make sure that they go home safe at the end of the day. Everybody they work with goes home safe at the end of the day. So they value that piece, but they don't necessarily want to do the things that we ask them to do. But if we come to them with a client focus that we say, these are the reasons that we're doing it. This is how it can fit into your processes, make it fit well with the things that you're doing. They'll see more value in that. It'll build the relationship with them. They're more likely to come to us when they have an issue, if they see us as being part of the solution so that they come to us ahead of the event occurring and we can help to make sure that event doesn't occur if we build that relationship. Right. So at the end of the day, you do need people to quote-unquote, obey the rules, but you really need to build up those relationships. So tell me a little bit more about how you've accomplished that here at the U of A. The first thing we did is we took an internal look at our department itself. So we embraced the concept. We had talked about it loosely that we wanted to be client-focused. We've talked about that for a number of years. A couple of years back, we decided instead of being loose about this, we wanted to be very intentional. So we developed some core mission statements. We developed some customer standards so that if a customer is getting to us, they have a question, we have 
a standard that we want to be able to get back to them within two business days, that sort of thing. So we wanted to build those kind of relationships, make sure it's very core part of everybody within environment, health and safety. We make sure to celebrate success within the department. We have a department staff meeting once a month. We ask individuals to bring their stories to us where they've had a contact with one of our clients and had a very positive interaction. And we make sure that we uh, sub- celebrate it. We uh, recognize all of those good interactions. We monitor our success with our clients. Every time we have any interaction with our clients, we send a survey out to them, very quick survey saying, how did we do? And we monitor those, uh, those responses. By far, the majority of people are saying, hey, we see a difference in how your approach is with us. We value the effort that you're giving to us. Um, and then, and of course, we have some feedback on, hey, we did not get the answer we wanted, or we, it was not timely in that fashion. And we dig really deep into those things to make sure that we understand those and correct them going forward. Tell me more about your people and what it took to have them make the transition from the keepers of the rules to relationship builders. Uh, it, it's funny because, uh, you know, when you come first into environment, health and safety, a lot of people see themselves as the officer type of role. We did not want to see that. We still have an authoritative piece. There are times when we'll say, no, you do need to do this activity. Yes, we can shut you down if we need to. But that's not our first priority. It was a change in mentality for some people who had that authoritative piece. But I actually found that people came to embrace it because what it ends up doing, instead of creating that immediate conflict in an environment, we're actually building the relationship right off the start. And I think the majority of the people, they prefer being able to go into an environment, have a smile on their face and say, hey, tell me about the research that you're doing. And hey, can I show you this tool that we're doing and how we can make sure that this fits into what you're doing? And it becomes a much more positive relationship. And I really believe that the department, you can see a an improvement in morale because we were having a positive conversation on a regular basis rather than you must do this kind of conversation. And what have you learned about respecting your client's point of view and respecting their time, so to speak? We always come to it first as let's understand first. So if our client comes to us and says, hey, listen, I can't do this. Um, instead of getting into a battle, we'll say, well, tell us about that. So let's understand why you cannot do this. A lot of times you'll find it's just some misunderstanding. They might understand part of the program or the tools that we're putting in place. We may be able to modify our systems to some degree as well. But if we come to them first to say, let's understand it, understand what you're saying, and then try to come to some middle, middle ground um, in order to put the programs in place that we think are essential to keep people safe. And I suspect that when you get into that listening, you you start to really understand what their barriers are, then you can actually help them find ways around those barriers and then you become the hero. Absolutely. We have had a a number of cases where people have been skeptical to start with. Um, I remember a few years back going through a very detailed process of understanding process hazards, um, what the controls were were, uh, that we'd put in place. The the process we had, um, people are probably familiar with it, it was a HAZOP type of process. We divided their system up into components, reviewed every component uh, individually, very detailed, and then identified what the hazards are, what are the controls. We found in that process, though, is that for every hazard, safety hazard that we found, we probably found two or three efficiencies that they had in the research itself. And at the very end of the process, uh, I remember one individual saying, man, I learned so much more about my research just going through the safety process that you had, and I'm going to be much better in my research than I ever would have been if I hadn't gone through the safety process with you. 
So you might actually help them improve their processes, improve their productivity. We believe so. We believe that the systems that we put in place, that they actually run efficiently, they force people to do planning, they, it forces people to think about what the next steps are. And of course, all of that works really well in the research or any type of environment in order to make you more efficient. I guess at the end of the day then, you want to be perceived more as a consultant than a cop. Absolutely. We treat ourselves as that consultant. We want to be the person that's helpful in your environment, that understands what your requirements are, and ultimately leads to your success. Your success is the university's success is our success. So really, you could wield a carrot or you could wield a stick, but you're finding that it's much more effective to go with the carrot. It is by far the more uh, successful approach. And I think our, uh, you know, we don't probably keep stats on how often we use a carrot versus a stick, but it's got to be 20 to 30 to 1 of that we're having a good positive conversation, trying to understand um, our clients and put those systems in place mutually beneficial rather than coming in and saying, no, you absolutely have to do it. We will do that when we have to, but it's rare. Any advice then about how to deal with those clients who might be a little bit more difficult? The one thing that we found on occasion is actually we will bring in some authority. So the majority of the interaction is happens by our operations team. They're going out on a daily basis, going into laboratory environments, doing inspections, talking about our processes, registering people into our systems, um, and showing them the tools. On occasion, someone will have a bad day and uh, will really talk down to our operations team. Um, on those occasions, what has normally happened is that I'll get involved or one of the other leaders will get involved and we'll set up a meeting with the individual. We'll talk in their environment. We'll always go to them so that they're comfortable in their environment. And we'll start describing the systems that we have in place. We'll describe some of the law, some of the requirements that they have. And I have yet to come across a case where at the end of that conversation that they haven't agreed to actually put our systems in place. Even in those situations then that where, where they are a little bit more difficult, a little bit more tricky, you're still working on building those relationships. That's always our first approach is, is to build the relationship because at the end of the day, if they value the program that we, we put in place, we know that they'll use the program. If we go in and say, you must do it and you, you're going to demonstrate it to us, there's a good chance the second we walk out that door, they probably won't be using our systems. Um, and then we'd have to continually come back to make sure you're using them. If you value them, you will use them. You know, Rob, the theme of this episode has really been building relationships, and I understand that you've won an award in this regard. Tell me about that. Uh, yes, actually, we're very proud in that we won the best representation of a theme from uh, the Canadian Society of Safety Engineers for NAOSH Week. Um, during NAOSH Week, we, uh, we did a series of pop-up events. Uh, we went across campus. We did a safety schmafety film festival where we uh, brought in pizza we brought in um, people from across campus and we had a conversation about safety as we uh, showed a charlie chaplin uh, movie and it just talked about the differences from that day to today and some of the uh, different systems that are in place um, we do a series of safety pop-up events all over the campus we'll do fire extinguisher training in different areas um, we'll do safety fest where we're giving away prizes and getting people just to know who we are and drive them to our website but we're very proud of the award that we won from uh, the Canadian Society of Safety Engineers. These are great examples of relationship building. In fact, this whole episode has really been uh, you know, a great educational experience for me on building relationships. So thank you so much for having me here as your guest at the University of Alberta. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Before we sign off, I'd like to mention some other news. My team is piloting a new service to help municipalities, corporations, and associations crowdsource solutions to their business and industrial problems. So if you have a problem looking for a solution, you may want to shout it out, 
at shoutmyproblem.com. As for the podcast, be sure to join us next time. And a reminder that you can subscribe to us for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The No Harm Health and Safety Podcast is a production of Stimulant Strategies and Media Productions. You can learn more about us at stimulant.ca. All the best, everyone, and stay safe.